What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Marriage Mondays here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm your other host, Jamie. And today we're going to be talking about lowering our standards. I know that sounds counterproductive, ladies and gentlemen. However, stick with it through the entire episode. It's going to make a lot of sense once we get to the end. I don't know, Jamie. What do you think? Do we give this a shot? Absolutely. Here we go. So as we were brainstorming for today's episode, Chris got to interview some really great people. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, I interviewed Jen and Tom Satterley. Uh, Just an amazing story that they've lived. Tom is or was a command sergeant major in Delta Force and Special Operations. He was actually on the ground for the whole Black Hawk Down event. Uh, I say Black Hawk Down, people know the movie. And and eventually, the, just the consequence of seeing everything that he saw uh, started to weigh on him. And, and his wife, Jen, was or is a uh, journalist, investigative reporter, movie producer, photographer. I mean, she captures, captures story. And as he experienced... Uh, really the heavy consequences of of post traumatic stress uh, she walked with him through that and she had her own her own trauma that she was dealing with as well so that story those folks they do these marriage conferences and and they they at the beginning of the conference they used to tell the conference attendees to go on a date and they said go out and have an amazing date uh-oh yeah, yeah, we have a problem here, folks. It doesn't sound like a problem, though, James. I mean, like, do you want to have an amazing date? I for date? sure want to have an amazing date. But I think the heart of the problem that you're talking about is the expectation is set really high. Absolutely. I mean, not only on yourselves, but now this, these, these folks here at this marriage, this relationship conference that we've paid money to come to, they're going to walk us through how to have a great relationship, right? And how to heal our brains. And it's going to start with this fantastic date. And what if they ask us about this fantastic date? Oh my goodness. We need to make this fantastic. Don't screw this oh up, Jane. gosh, so much pressure. And, and so what they found out was on day two, they would look at people's faces and people were disappointed. I mean, you could just, they, they were wearing their disappointment, their discouragement. And they realized, wow, we are setting the expectation way too high. Like these folks are coming in already struggling and then we go and set them up for failure. Let's start telling them, just go out and have a date. Like just make it okay. In the words of today's teenager, let it be mid. Mid. This is stuff, folks, that I'm learning all the time. Like I don't know this stuff. You have to learn it from your teenagers or your spouse that works in the school system. So they start telling people, just have an okay date. And on day two, the the change they see in folks when they didn't have this huge unrealistic expectation of almost perfection. Instead, they're just going to go out and have a date with each other. And they saw a huge shift. So they they realized they had to lower, help folks lower the expectation of what this date was going to be. And instead of it being perfect and great, just go out and make it good or fine. You know, we've talked about it before in our Disciplines of Dating episode, but not every date is going to be a 10. And I think this is going to go hand in hand with what they're saying, because some dates are just going to be that mid (laughs) and some dates are going to be bad. But if you tell yourself, go just have 
this middle of the road date, then the chances of it falling there, around there, or above there are pretty good, okay? Unless you've got other stuff going on and this turns south quick. But this might be a good tool to help you have success on your date night. Yeah, I really connected with Tom and Jen. I I, I knew what they were doing uh, with uh, their, um, I, I, I'm trying to think, with their nonprofit and it's called All Secure, All Secure Foundation. But I didn't know that they started off the weekend with a date. So when they start explaining this to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is like the foundation of Marriage Mondays, right? Date night, the discipline of dating. It, you have to stay consistent with it. You got to get out there and do it on a weekly basis. And and sometimes you can't get out. So sometimes doing it on a weekly basis do, or having a date on a weekly basis involves getting the kids to bed. And just having time, the two of you, while you watch a TV show, like, I don't know, like Yellowstone or something, oh right? Oh my gosh, yeah. And and making a, a dessert tray or a cheese and meat board or, or whatever, doing something so that you have that time together consistently, because it's going to create the opportunity for the dynamite dates. It's going to create the opportunity for the dynamite dates. So we wanted to actually break into story here. Again, lower our expectations, right? Let's walk into life events. So what are some of the life events? We brainstormed this before hitting the record button. What are some of these life events where we need to lower our expectations? Starting off the marriage right at the beginning. Think about the wedding. Think about the time and money and planning and expectation that goes into that day, one day out of your life. Expectations are high. This is going to be the best day of your life. Oh, yeah. It better be. You're spending a bunch of money, right? Holidays. And this is early in marriage, right? Where you're blending two traditions together. And and we've talked about it here on the podcast before, how that has to take some work. Don't expect perfection, right? Let's just do the holidays. Let's just do them, right? Right. And maybe another event could be childbirth. Maybe you have this idyllic picture in your mind. If you've never done it, Get ready to change that picture, okay? Um, And just be okay with this just being an experience. Instead of a fantastic experience, let it just be an experience. Don't most people want to do it without medication? Only if they've never done it. It's a Four Christmases movies movies reference, folks. You know we fit that in just about any time we can. And then it it continues on from, from the marriage to the holidays to the dates to kids' graduation to all of these events that we have experienced now after almost 25 years of marriage. And they haven't gone perfect a lot of times, folks. Early in our marriage, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Early in our marriage, I was expecting a lot of these things to be perfect. And then when they didn't go perfect, we had conflict. Which would lead to probably a bad date. Bad date, bad day, bad bad whatever, right? And so just recognizing, hey, yeah, this isn't going to be perfect. We're going to lower that expectation. For us, we were thinking about a story in our first, our first one was that wedding day. Uh, Jim, do you want to kind of set that up of when we got married and the everything surrounding that day? Like most brides, it was going to be the best day of my life. And I mean, it was August 1st, 1998 in the Tri-Cities. So usually right around 100 degrees. And 
today was no exception. It was a beautiful day, beautiful ceremony. And then we moved from ceremony to reception hall because our church didn't allow dancing. We were going to And dance. we were for sure dancing. So we leave and get into my Dodge Omni, I believe. Yeah. It didn't yep. have air conditioning. Why would it? Right? That's silly. That would cost extra money. Um, and I'm in my full wedding dress. And Chris is in a tux, and it's 98 degrees. And our friends so lovingly had put shaving cream all over our windows and car, congratulating us. Does anyone know what happens to shaving cream in 98 degrees? I know what happens. It actually dyes the paint. And I know this because when we were in high school, us boys would go and toilet paper the girls' houses, and we wrote stuff with shaving cream on the concrete and on cars. We're lucky we didn't get arrested for it because it damaged Damaged property. Uh, so now we're rushing to my parents' house, which is on the way to the reception hall so that we can uh, rinse this off. And at this point, I'm in a really good mood. He's not. I'm, I'm not. sweating like a pig and I'm shut in the car while he's rinsing it off in 98 degrees. That's fun. That's just fun. I didn't even remember that piece of it that I left her in the car. I, I guess I should have been like, hey, babe, would you like to get out? Maybe go inside my parents' house while I clean this car off. No, I'm, I'm frustrated and probably cursing under my breath a little bit. And he was huffy. He was huffy for sure. Huffy's a nice way to say it, folks. So then we go to the reception. I remember the reception as being actually really good. Friends, family, food. There was a lot of folks that stepped up and, and helped us make that event affordable and a lot of yeah. fun. We had someone who worked for a local a hotel in the catering department, and he like carved swans out Watermelon. of- watermelons and all kinds of other stuff. So folks, I mean, that part was really, really cool. So we leave the reception and we go to the hotel. This is the honeymoon, right? We decided to stay in town one day and then we were going to go to the most magical place on earth. Canopy. Canopy, Oregon. Yes, folks. And so we, we leave, we go to the hotel. And I mean, again, this is going to be perfection. We're going to have private time. Just you and me. And as soon as we get to the hotel room, which... I mean, we've never had a hotel room together. This is all new. There's a knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. So, of course, I'm going to open the door and look, and it's an employee for the, the hotel. And he goes, oh, you're here. I'm like, yeah, I am here. Oh, you're here. I, right. I don't know what to say at this point, I folks. don't know why he's here. I know I don't want to be at the door talking with him. I got my lovely bride back further back in the room, and that's where I want to be right now. And... And so uh, he walks away. I close the door, lock the door. You know, life's okay. Well, waiting for us on the table is this gorgeous basket. Oh, yes. And it had chocolates. I think it had like cherries and maybe like other foods in there. It was beautiful. And Chris's brother had blessed us with this room and this basket for our honeymoon. And he told us about it. Hey, they were kind of weird about the basket thing. There was lots of going back and forth. So make sure that the basket is there. And so we get there and it's this basket and it's huge. And we're like, this yes. is beautiful. It's here. Great. So knock, knock, knock. I don't know. A few minutes later, I open the door and the guy's like, uh, do you have a basket in your room? And I'm like, yeah, I got a basket in my room. He's like, oh, we, okay. I thought he said we need it. Didn't he? Uh, I, I don't think so then. I think he okay. leaves. If I remember okay. correctly. And then. We've gotten into the basket by now though. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've had a little bit of snacks folks. And. And again, I, I just want to emphasize this because I have boundaries here that I'm allowed to say and not say on the podcast. It's our honeymoon. 
I don't want to be answering the door. I want to be with the girl. All right. So Jamie's staring at me right now because I'm getting really close to the boundary, folks. You guys get the picture, though. It's the honeymoon, and I want to be with the girl. So I go back so that I can be with the girl, and in the phone. Oh, my gosh. The phone's ringing now? You forgot to say something on the last interruption. He started to just come in, didn't he? I don't One of remember. the times he just started to come in. It was either the first or the second. It's like, hold the phone here, folks. So yeah, this phone rings, and I think I'm the one that gets up and answers it. And they're like, hey, did you get a basket in your room? And I'm like, yeah, I got a basket in my room. Hey, we, we, uh, we gave you the wrong basket. We need to come and get that basket. And I'm like, we've already gone through the basket. Like, we've eaten the food in the basket. Like, like no. As one of his first assertive um, messages as my husband, this is what he says. I don't want this phone to ring again, and I don't want to see anyone else at my door. This is my honeymoon. Stop interrupting me. Yeah. I was I was upset, but I'll tell you what, folks, I did feel a little bit like a man. I'm all of 19 years old at this moment, right? And I'm taking this this big stand for my bride. So we, uh, with me threatening them, uh, with uh, me burning down the hotel if they interrupted us again, which I didn't actually threaten that. They didn't interrupt us the rest of the night. And But think about that for a second, folks. If your expectation is perfection, it's going to be a perfect day. The honeymoon is going to be a perfect time, right? Like I definitely had some expectation of what this was going to look like. Being interrupted, not perfection here, folks. Not perfection. Now, I will say that that the next day uh, we continued with this. I'm a man, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to stand up for my marriage. And we went and complained. Uh, we complained at the at the front desk. I think we submitted a to corporate. Yep, we did. And then I think my brother also submitted a complaint. And guess what happened, folks? He got his money back. Yeah, he got his money back. He, uh, he didn't have to pay for the hotel. Oh, they also sent us wine glasses. We had those wine glasses for years. I don't even know. We might even still have one or one of them. Yeah, it was two of them. And, and I think we still have one. I don't think we have both. I think one broke eventually through all the military moves and everything. But it was actually a fun reminder. Again, here's the thing, folks. If your ex- expectation is perfection, you're going to be disappointed a lot of times because things are not going to be perfect in this world. If your expectation is let's just go do this and experience life as it happens, then the chances are you're not going to be disappointed. So on dates, when we go into dates, we can't expect a perfect date. We can't expect a great date. You're going to have them. You're going to have great dates if you're in the disciplines of dating. If you're in the habit of taking your spouse out for dinner, out for dessert, out for a drink, to a coffee shop, banishing the children and and finding a place in your home where it's just the two of you. If you're in the habit of doing that, in the discipline, it's going to create the opportunity for great, great dates. Now, there's another way we need to lower our expectation, Jamie, and it has to do with communication, right? And this is something we've talked about on the podcast of how we, we need to talk and listen to each other. But if you have conflict, I mean, Jamie and I have broke it down for you guys a couple times. If we have conflict, there's ways we can set that up. We can walk into the conversation and establish mutual purpose, mutual respect, and, and communicate how we're feeling, empathize with the other person. But, but if you go into it equipped with all of that, and you're like, all right, this is going to solve our communication problems. This is going to go perfect. How, how many of our 
conversations? How much of our communication, Jamie, is perfect? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not at all. Maybe maybe 10% of the time, it's perfect. Yeah. Why do you think it fails? When we, when we have failed uh, communication, what are some of the things that you see in me, in yourself, that, that leads to those failures? I think there's a lot of things that lead. Um, when I think about our most recent conflict that we unpacked on the air, one of the things was either misinformation or miscommunication and just not understanding each other. So I think a lot of conflict could have been resolved if we would have fully communicated and and just been super level about it. But sometimes I don't communicate with you because it just doesn't feel like a safe time to do so. I don't feel like I'll be received well. And I know sometimes I'm way distracted. Jamie sees this in me. I'll often be like, where are you right now? (laughs) You pulling two shows a night? Sometimes I'll actually get animated in this, folks, where I'm like doing something and and it's it's coming out of me, meaning I'm I'm using my hands, I'm making an expression on my face, and it's clear that I'm not present in the moment. I'm somewhere else right now. I remember now. seeing this on Chris's dad too when I was in high school and he would be seated somewhere and I'd be watching him from the side view. He was having a full-on conversation. And now my husband does this because he's just busy in the head. I remember vividly at this house when my parents owned the house that we live in now, uh, having dinner. I think we were adults at the time, but having dinner with them. And I remember my dad sitting there eating his salad and and like pausing every uh, every few moments, right? And using his hands and having an expression on his face. And it was clear that he'd had some kind of conflict. And he was either recycling that conflict in his mind or he was anticipating a future conversation and and playing it out in his mind. So folks, here's the deal. There's lots of things that can cause us to, to have poor communication or failed communication. Let's, let's, let's use the disciplines of great conversation. Let's listen to each other. Let's demonstrate empathy. Wow, that sounds really tough, what you just told me. Let's ask follow-up questions. Let's tell each other how we feel. Let's create a safe place for that in our, in our marriage relationship. But don't expect it to go perfect. Don't expect it to go perfect. Be in the discipline of having great communication. Be in the, I don't want to throw the word great in there. I messed that one up. Be in the discipline of having communication with each other. And if we do it consistently, then it's going to create the opportunity for us to have, for us to have good conversation and for us to eventually have some great conversation, but without the intent of it in the first place. So the call to action today is to lower your expectations. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Marriage Mondays. We want to hear from you folks. How are we doing here on the podcast? There's different ways for you to communicate back to us. First and foremost, please follow us on whatever podcast platform you're consuming this on. That will cause the next episode to come up. You can also rate and review us. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, there are five stars waiting on our main page. We'd really appreciate a five-star rating if... If we've earned it, folks, if we haven't earned it, maybe shoot us an email at chris at gravityct.com. Let us know how we're doing, future Marriage Monday topics or guests for me to interview. Remember, friends, getting married is easy. Staying married is real tough. So go and love well.